Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Does it feel like you never have enough time? Well, in today's update, Pastor J.D. urges us to pay attention to the signs around us. Time is running short, and Jesus will return soon. You don't want to be caught like a thief in the night, so pay attention. Don't be ignorant and trust only in Jesus Christ and His Holy Word. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 28, 2021. What if I told you that these people, and I want to be careful when I say these people, (laughs) but those who are the proponents of this, the perpetrators better said of this, actually believe that they can live forever. And they also believe particularly this Klaus Schwab, that over the billions of years of evolution, we are going to make a quantum leap in this fourth industrial revolution because of the technology. And so over billions of years, we don't need billions of years. We already have the technology to make this quantum leap to become immortal. They truly believe that they will, and even now are, already gods and will live forever. They believe that. Fast forward from 2011, six years to April 2017, and this National Geographic cover with the title, The Next Human. This was four years ago. It's subtitled, Taking Evolution into our own hands. And what's interesting is, notice at the top, this mention of the climate. Seven climate facts you need to know now. What? How did we get from the next human to the climate? Oh, so glad you asked. It's all tied together. What do you mean? Oh, this it's all part of the plan of man and the final ruling empire and kingdom of man. They've had this plant and they introduced what they needed to introduce by way of a crisis. Then they controlled the reaction, and then just in the nick of time, they bring about the solution and save the day. Oh, yay. 
its textbook Hegelian dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. You'll forgive me for saying it again, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's true. This so-called vaccine, (laughs) it was not created for COVID. COVID was created for this so-called vaccine. Because see, the vaccine is the solution, literally. (laughs) And you don't know what's in that solution. We have some ideas. But isn't that interesting? Oh, so I didn't have time. I think it broke Friday night. Uh, I woke up to it on Saturday morning. You've heard about this new variant, right? Omicron? Are you kidding me? Are we in a sci-fi movie? Yes, you are. How about the recent rebranding of Facebook? Metaverse. Do you know what that is? I shouldn't have opened up this can. But too late, the worms are out, so let's deal with a couple of these worms, if you don't mind. I would encourage you, I'm going to do it. I already started. I just, again, ran out of time. But I would encourage you to do some research on what this Omicron is. To say it's demonic would be a gross understatement. In fact, in the 60s, there was a movie by that name that was made, And it was all about this alien inhabiting a human, learning the human intelligence and bettering that human. You remember that movie? It's called The Pods. Oh good. You young people, just we'll get back to you on this one. (laughs) This is, I think even earlier, maybe the 50s. You know it's all when it's black and white. You young people, they, black and white was before color. It was the same time when we only had three channels and no remotes, and we had to get up and change it, or make the kids change it. But anyway, it was a movie about this alien invasion, pre-programming, predictive programming, where some non-human entity enters a human entity, in order to take over the human. The pods, they, (laughs) some of you are thinking, wow, thanks a lot, Pastor. This is, you know, it's the the week after Thanksgiving. Can't you just give us a break? No, because I don't get a break. So the pods was very similar. In fact, this might be more recent. I think it was in the 70s. Remember that movie, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? That was a modern version of pods. So Omicron, it's also a video game released in 1999 on Halloween, by the way, in the UK. And David Bowie is in it. And it's a video game about being trapped. These demons are trapped in this place, and you as the player have to free them so they can inhabit the bodies of humans and be freed from this abyss. And the main character in this Omicron video game is named Ashroth. You know who Ashroth is? The goddess of sex and fertility from where we get Astarte 
and I'm going to ruin Christmas and Easter. They're pagan. But Easter comes from Astarte, the goddess of sex and fertility. And oh, by the way, it's also a constellation of stars, of which one of the stars in that constellation is named Astarte or Ashtoreth. Here's the common denominator, and some of you are looking at me like, well, you really did have too much turkey last week. But just stay with me. I'll try to just sum it up this way. The common denominator with all of this is it all ties together, bringing together the demonic into the realm of humanity. That's what this is all about. This metaverse thing, whew, I would appreciate your prayers. I'm planning on doing a prophecy update on just that. I'm not going to tell you when, so you come. <laughs> because, I mean, it is just mind-blowing. Do you realize right now it is an alternative universe that people are actually buying real estate in? It's an alternative universe, virtual reality. You create your own avatar and you can be whoever you want to be. It's demonic and it's demonic possession. It's an entry into demonic possession. Well, that's pretty strong, J.D. Well, that's what it is. And that's what is described. Okay, so how does it all tie together? Well, wouldn't you know, and you'll forgive me for referring to it as this, but it's three C's, COVID, climate, and commerce. And I'll explain how I get there. These are the three main components of this last ruling empire of man. And they are even now, as I mentioned at the beginning, in real time, at breakneck speed, working together in concert, one with the other. One's ability to buy and sell, I want you to listen now please, one's ability to buy and sell will be predicated upon one's defiance of COVID mandates and or one's compliance with climate change orders. Well, what does that look like? Well, during the seven-year tribulation, if you pull up to the store in your one-ton dually quad cab truck that gets 0.3 miles per gallon, and you go into that store, you're deducted on your social credit score. Conversely, somebody pulls up in the parking spot next to you in the Prius that he doesn't own, but he's happy, because you'll own nothing and be happy. He'll walk into that same store. <laughs> His social credit score is way higher because of that. So it all has to do with COVID and the climate, and it will be controlled by way of commerce. Now, one need look no further than to the recent COP26 climate summit in Glasgow, as they call it, and one speech in particular given by 
Prince Charles, who, by the way, is chummy with one Klaus Schwab. In fact, if you want, you can go to the Great Reset website, the World Economic Forum website, and there he is, saying exactly the same thing that Klaus Schwab is saying. Well, this speech that he gave basically sums up all three, COVID, climate, and commerce. And it seemingly describes Daniel's prophecy to a T. Would you let me quote from the transcript? Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, quoting, the COVID-19 pandemic has shown us just how devastating a global cross-border threat can be. Climate change and biodiversity loss are no different. In fact, they pose an even greater existential threat to the extent that we have to put ourselves on what might be called a war-like footing, war-like footing. Having myself had the opportunity of consulting many of you over these past 18 months, I know you all carry a heavy burden on your shoulders, and you do not need me to tell you that the eyes and hopes of the world are upon you to act. Mine aren't. I'm not looking to you. With all dispatch and decisively, because time has quite literally run out. I agree, by the way, with that last part. We know what we must do. With a growing global population. Ah, oh, you've, been, you've been talking to Bill Gates, haven't you? <laughs> a growing global population creating ever-increasing demand on the planet's finite resources. We have to reduce emissions urgently and take action to tackle the carbon already in the atmosphere. I'm sorry I'm laughing. This is laughable. Including from coal-fired power stations. After billions of years of evolution, nature is our best teacher. Well, that explains a lot right there. In this regard, restoring natural capital, accelerating nature-based solutions, and leveraging the circular bioeconomy will be vital to our efforts. As we tackle this crisis, our efforts cannot be a series of independent initiatives running in parallel. The scale and scope of the threat we face call for a global systems level solution. Translated, we need to come together globally. So, ladies and gentlemen, my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables 
every sector of industry to take action that's required. We know this will take trillions with a T, not billions with a B of dollars. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. No need to fear. <laughs> we are here to save the day. And then he says this, here we need a vast military style campaign to march the strength of the global private sector with trillions at His disposal far beyond global GDP. What? His? Who's His? His disposal? Wait, 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 wait. You just got done saying we need to come together, divide it into sectors, regions, so that He has trillions at His disposal. Who's His? Are we okay here? I think I know who His is, and so do you. It's the Antichrist. His disposal? Because it's far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders. This whole reset is a reimagining, rebuilding, resectioning the entire globe into ten regions. It offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. So how do we do it? First, how do we get the private sector all pulling in the same direction? After nearly two years now of consultation, CEOs have told me that we need to bring together global industries to map out in very practical terms what it will take to make the transition. Let's pull the map out and let's remap this thing. We know from the pandemic that the private sector can speed up timelines dramatically when everyone agrees on the urgency and the direction. So each sector needs a clear strategy to speed up the process of getting innovations to market. Together we are working to drive trillions of dollars in support of transition across, listen very carefully, ten of the most emitting and polluting industries. Not nine, not eleven, ten. Should I take my shoes off and show you my ten toes? They include energy, agriculture, transportation, health systems, and fashion. By the way, just let me, while I'm thinking of it, have you heard about this comptroller that Biden has nominated to take control of the money? Do you know what that means? <laughs> You'll own nothing and be happy. 
So they're going to take all the money and it's now going to be their money. Because after all, remember now, we need trillions at His disposal. That's what this comptroller is planning to do. So have a nice afternoon. Just, you know. The reality of today's global supply chains means that industry transition will affect every country and every producer in the world. So I could only urge you as the world's decision makers, these are the rulers of the world, to find practical ways of overcoming differences so we can all get down to work together to rescue this precious planet, ah, and save the threatened future of our young people. Thank you. Ah, so touching. We're going to save the planet? How about we save souls? Again, this is something that I hope you don't tire of me saying, but I'm tired (laughs) of hearing well-intentioned Bible teachers talking about fighting, 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 fighting. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm, I'm saying, why? This baby's going down. This thing is going to come crashing down because the rock is coming to crush it. Why do you want to keep this thing on life support? I know I Talk about tired. It's a tired illustration, but I'm going to keep using it because I'm tired and I use tired illustrations. But the deck furniture on the Titanic. Here we are rearranging the deck chairs. Oh, I think it looks better over there. What are you doing? This thing is going down. Get in the lifeboat to get saved. You need Jesus. It's going down, man. You're trying to keep the thing up. I'm sorry I'm yelling and spitting on everybody in the front row. Free baptisms today. No, but seriously though, I mean, I just want to share with you my heart on this. I mean, I, I have to ask the Lord to search my heart, because is it me? Am I going out of my mind? Am I going crazy? Am I losing my sanity? Or are there people well-intentioned, trying to keep this dying world on life support. Let it go. You know, in preparing for this update, and certainly now delivering this update, and we're almost done with this update, which should give some hope. Don't look at your watches yet. I just had this strong sense yet again that We have long overstayed our welcome in this world, not our home. And when I read and quote and research articles like that, which I'm sharing with you today, I'm just, I don't know how else to say it, for lack of a better way of saying it. It's almost like, bring it. Let's get this show on the road, man. I want to go home. The Bible, though written long ago, is inspired by our Creator. God chose to speak His truth through ordinary men, but these men had their eyes fixed on their Heavenly Father. 
Their words hold a great deal of meaning for us in our world today, and maybe more so in the times we're in. Much of the activity of this world is mirrored in the pages of the Bible and is pointing to a new era that we need to be aware of. In Pastor J.D.'s weekly Mideast Prophecy Updates, he's been searching the scriptures and the news headlines and sharing with us what he's found. You can access these updates by heading to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking on the YouTube link. Jesus will be returning to the earth soon to judge the evil that has been destroying it. And that return, friends, is drawing closer with each new day. Pastor J.D. tells us through these updates each week where we are in relation to Bible prophecy and how close our Savior's return just might be. No one knows the day or the hour this incredible event will take place, but we know from the Bible that we've been told what to expect in the moments leading up to this event. If we adopt a sense of anticipation in our daily walk with Jesus, we'll also gain with it an urgency to share the gospel message with the world around us. We're called to unashamedly boast about our Savior and plant the seed of hope which Jesus promises to water. Share Jesus with someone today and join us for another edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update right here on In Spirit and Truth.